You gotta get used to the moving of the Holy Ghost. Tell your neighbor, say you gotta get used to the moving of the Holy Ghost. You're not sounding like you mean it. You gotta get used to the moving of the Holy Ghost. The name of our church is called Supernatural Community Church. It's called Holy Ghost. Amen. All right. You ready for the word now? I believe they're going to be teaching breaks. Amen. <laughs> they're going to be teaching practice. Amen. Trust God for a free flow of the Holy Ghost this morning. Ready for the work? Yes, sir. Sure about that? Yes, All right. Lord, somebody says, let's say this together. Our Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, we receive revelation that is found in your Son. There is no confusion. There is no contradiction. There is a free flow of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's study. Let's go to Habakkuk 2 verse 14. Habakkuk 2 verse 14. Habakkuk is before 1 John. <laughs> Habakkuk 2 verse 14. We're going to have teaching practice this morning. Teaching, demo, teaching, practice. We we'll trust God for interruptions and breaks. We've already had that already. And um, let's... Let's hear a few words. No, there's not like a few words, but let's hear the word. Amen. All right. <clears throat> Habakkuk 2 verse 14, it says, For the heads shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. It says, The heads shall be filled with the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. That word knowledge there is from the word yada in the Hebrew, and in the, in the Greek is from the word epignosis. It says the earth will be filled with the knowledge. Knowledge deal with intimate knowledge, that is to know something, to experience it. So it says the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. So that is, there will be a knowledge of my glory in the earth. So God is telling his people and saying, there will be a knowledge of my glory in the earth. So in this teaching, there's going to be experiences. In this series, we're studying the glory of the leather house. The glory of the leather house. So we're going to have experiences in this meeting, in this series. The glory of the leather house. Tell your neighbor, say the glory of the leather house. You not sounding like you mean it. So when he says... The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea. Now let's go to Agai 2. Let's go to Agai 2. I've always told you in the church, we're gonna we're gonna be going back and forth from the Old Testament to the New Testament because we want to appreciate the entire scripture as one. Look at Agai 2. Agai 2, verse 1. Let's look at what Haggai says. Are you there? It says, in the seventh month, in the house, in one, in one of the twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophets, Agai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shethal, governor of Judah, and Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and to the residue of the people, saying, Who is left among you? that saw this house in her first glory. 
And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? In verse 4, it now says, Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, said the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, said the Lord, and the walk, for I am with you, said the Lord of hosts. In verse 5, it says, According to the, to the word that I have covenanted with you, that he came out of Egypt to my spirit remained among you, fear ye not. In verse 6, very key, it says, For thus said the Lord of hosts, Yet once it is a little while, I will shake the heavens, right? And the earth, and the sea, and the dry land. Look at what it says in verse 7. Let's read it together. I will shake all nations, right? And the desire of all nations shall come. In verse 7, what did he say? And I will what? Fill the house with glory, see the Lord of hosts. In verse 8, what did he say? The silver is mine and the gold is mine, see the Lord of hosts. In verse 9, let's read it together. I want to ready go. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, see the Lord of hosts. And I will give peace, see the Lord of hosts. So we are studying the glory of of the leather house. Now, when he says house in this context, when he says the glory of the leather house, that word house, when he was saying house in this context, that word house refers or implies the temple. Because, now, let me just give you a background story of what was going on here. The temple was built three times. Like, you see, the temple was built in the time of Moses, the temple was built in the time of Solomon. The temple was built in the time of Nehemiah. So the temple was built. Some, some people will say it was built about four times. Some people will say about three times. But for the sake of this story, let's just agree there's three times. Now, so Nehemiah, Zechariah all talked about the same thing. So now, what is this leather house? Don't forget in verse 7 it says, I will shake all the nations. And the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, said the Lord of hosts. In verse 18, now says, silver is mine, and the gold is mine, said the Lord of hosts. It now says, and the glory of this later house shall be greater than the former. Now, what was the emphatic words in this text? You will see the issue of these words was the word glory. The word glory, you will see it four times. It was used. So the focus of this text is on the glory. It was used four times. You see it in verse 7. You see it in verse 9. You see it in, you, you will just see it all around. In verse 3, you will see glory. So the focus was on the glory. It says, I will fill the house with glory. Now, it will fill the house with silver and gold. Now, what did Solomon use to build the temple in his time? He used gold, right? He used silver, right? And the Lord, Jesus, the Lord God was telling us in this text, he says, silver and gold is mine. So that means if we check the buildings, now let's look at this our building, this is our church now, we can say ah, the ceilings or what is on this thing? This is um, blocks, right? The blocks, right? Um, the woods, this is wood, this is woods, um, which other thing? The pipes, right? Now, that is what fuels, that's the component of this building. But in Solomon's time, 
He built it with gold, silver. So that means, even though it is built, the glory still has to fill the house. So he won't fill the house with silver and gold. He says he will fill the house with what? With glory. The leather house is from the, Greek, is from the Hebrew word ekron, and it means the last. It's like saying last house. When it says last, the word last, now let me explain to you. When it says last days, last house, uh, last days, it just simply means, it's not talking about the last days of the month or the last days of the year or something. No, last days just simply means the day of Christ. That is the time of his redemption. So when you read in the last days, in the last times, it just means the day of his redemption. He's not saying people have turned the last days to mean a scary thing. No, that's not what it means. It simply means the day of his redemption, the day of Christ, the acceptable year of the Lord. So when he says the leather house, the leather house is the last house. So that can be what Zerubbabel built because when he says, now in verse 9, he says, the glory of this leather house shall be greater than the former. So, it is a prophetic statement. That word glory, it's from the Hebrew word kabod. K-A-B-O-D, kabod. It refers to the splendor of someone. In the splendor of your majesty, the spirit in the divinity, holy, holy, holy. In the splendor of your majesty, for deep within my spirit, sing. Oh, I'm gonna another song. Holy, holy, in the splendor of your majesty, for deep within my spirit, sings. Oh, okay, you don't know it. Okay, it shows the beauty of someone. Glory. Kabod. It shows the splendor of someone, the beauty of someone. So glory must show what the person has. It must show what the person has. It means the person has shown what he has. Let me give you, let me give you a quick definition of glory. Your perfume. When you come in and your perfume fills the room, that's glory. <laughs> or when you go to the toilet. And <laughs> you come back and somebody else enters. That's glory. <laughs> Do you understand what glory means? That is glory. The, splen the splendor of your majesty. <laughs> That's glory. <laughs> Amen. Does it make sense now? Uh, I, I, kn I knew it was going to make sense. Especially the toilet part. It will make sense. You know, some people say, mm, the perfume, no. Have you met people that um, they shake you and the perfume that they use stayed in your hand for like two days. I don't know if you met people like that. The some day somebody shook me, and my hand I have bitter though. I've bitter yesterday, today, and the tea was still smelling. Ah, it, what kind of perfume is that? I need it so that when I touch people too, the person will feel my glory. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, let's get back to business. All right, so it means glory. It means the wealth of someone, the splendor, what is displayed. So, what will be the glory of God? Now, the question will be, what will be the glory of God? Don't forget, they already built the temple, the house, with what? Silver and gold. So, the glory of God can be in the silver and gold. 
Is everybody, is anybody understanding what I'm saying? They already built the temple with silver, with gold. So the glory of God can't be that. Because he says it will fill the house with his glory. So that word fill is from the word mala in the Hebrew, M-E-L-E. And it means to complete the house. That is, I will put it in a perfect state. So when he says, I will fill, in verse 7, when he says, in Agai 2 verse 7, when he says, I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord. So I will fill this house with me, I will complete this work. I will put it in a perfect state. I will finish it up. Now, silver and gold doesn't make it his house. Now, a lot of mistake people make is that a lot of people go to churches where there's a lot of ambience, light, um, um, good, I mean, pulpit. I mean, we're going to have it someday. We're going to, we're going to have big buildings someday. It's not a crime. But a lot of people mistake that. And once they just enter and they just see, oh, wow, everywhere is shining. Good shares, reclining shares. No, we can never have reclining shares. I can't imagine preaching as somebody's, <laughs> somebody's reclining share. Never, it can't happen. Now, so a lot of people mistake that for the glory. No, that's not the glory. That's just the physical makeup of the building. So, just like the temple in those days, it was built with silver and gold. So silver and gold isn't the glory. No, it is not. So he says, I will fill the house with my glory. Now, don't forget, in, Ze in Zechariah, he says, when Zerubbabel was building something, he says, not by power, not by my, but by my spirit, see the Lord. Zechariah, Zerubbabel was trying to build a temple for the Lord. Now, Moses also built a temple for the Lord. But what was the component of that place? What makes his house his glory? Don't forget we said glory is from the word kabod in the Hebrew. And it means the weight of someone. What that is, he shows who he is. The weight of someone. The splendor of someone. I gave you a description of the toilet. The splendor of someone, the, the effulgence of someone, the wealth, the, the, the personality, the character of someone. So now, let's look at something. Let's look at when Solomon built the temple. Let's go to 2 Chronicles 5. 2 Chronicles 5. We're going somewhere this morning. Amen. Are you following me? Is everybody following me? Oh, it doesn't sound like you mean it. 2 Chronicles 5. Let's go there. 2 Chronicles 5. Amen. I'll wait for you. 2 Chronicles 5, verse 13. You see, don't forget. 2 Chronicles 5, verse 13 to 14. Are we there now? All right. It says, It came even to pass. As the trumpeters and singer were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. 
He now says, and they lifted up their voice with the trumpets, cymbals, instrument of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, and his mercy endured forever. And that the house was filled with what? Guys, the house was filled with what? Even the house of the Lord. Let's read verse 14 together. I want to ready go. So that the priest could not stand to minister by the reason of the For what? Now, can that be saved or gold? No. That can be. When Solomon built his temple, is the Bible says the glory of the Lord filled the house such that the priest could not minister. So imagine we come to service this morning. And just like the choir gave us the song, and we could not minister. How about that? It says, and the priest could not minister because there was a cloud. And the glory, look at what it says in verse 14. It says, so the priest could not minister by the reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had done what? I filled the house. So can we say the glory of the Lord has completed the house? Has finished the place. So now we can have a building, right? We can now listen. We can have a building. We can have a place. This building is made up of woods. It's made up of chairs. There's chairs. There's microphone. There is speaker. There is the keyboard. There's everything, right? But that doesn't make it the glory of God. What completes His temple? His house is his glory. His glory. So all the silver and gold was not the glory of God. When he says, look at what he says in that verse 14. He says, the priest could not minister by the reason of the cloud. The word cloud is from the Hebrew word anan. And it means an heavy mist. That is something that is very tangible. Heavy mist, a cloud. It's like a smoke. You know, it's not, you know, this is not effects. You know, those things that people put in the stages that just bring out smoke. Right? I don't know if you know those things. Uh, um, effects, they call them effects. Props, lightning, works, all of those things. They just bring out smoke. Like, let's say, worship is just going up. No, that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about something supernatural. Smoke on his own accord filling the entire building. And we are in the days of the glory of God. These are glory days. Tell your neighbor, say these are glory days. They don't sound like you, mean it? These are glory days. It says the priest could not minister by the reason of the cloud. So that means... It is something tangible. They could feel it. They could see it. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a, a sensation of, no, no, no. It was, it was very tangible. They all fell down. They couldn't minister. When it says they couldn't minister in their culture, it means they were on the floor. The power of God eats them. No one could stand. Everyone was just dressed with the power of God. And it's something supernatural. 
Something supernatural. We are not talking about effects now or smoke coming out from something. We're saying legit, we are just, every one of us, we are just in, this, in the church building like this and we could just see the atmosphere change. A strong glory cloud is here. Some of you, you, you've seen clouds, you've gone, you've come outside like early in the morning, like around 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and you see the cloud everywhere foggy, right? That did not make you fall down, right? No, that did not make you fall down. That's an heavy miss, and that didn't make you fall down. But we are talking about something supernatural that infused the entire room, and people were, legi- people were literally on the floor. That's the glory of God. Physical tangibilities of the power of God. Such that the priest could not minister. So when he says, I will fill this house with my glory. You need to understand. You know, I remember some years ago, I was reading some revival stories that happened in Europe, America, and I think that was in 2015, 2016. I read a lot of those revivals. Such that in a service like this, we can be having a service like this. The glory of God will fill the room. And nobody will be able to get up. Like you want to stand up from your seat and you will not be able to. You will just be stuck on your seat, on a spot. And will be stuck there for hours, days. I would, cars would be packed. And the way I read those revivals is that cars would be packed. So neighbors would be wondering, ah, these cars have not left this place since yesterday. Let me come and check what is going on just in case they are safe. As those people come in, they will also be stuck inside. People will also gather and that attracted a whole lot of people from the city. And there was such a revival in that city. Because the glory of the Lord filled the room. And we are in the days of the glory of the Lord. Such that we'll be in service and things will just switch. Your eyes will just be seeing things. Supernatural beings, angels, having encounters with God. You know, God is very real. Is very is tangible. John 1 verse 14. It says, We beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Is very real. God is tangible. God is very real. So he says the priest could not minister. They all fell down by the reason of the cloud. This is, not, this is not a mist or snow or fogs that, that, you know, those things don't get you to fall down, right? I mean, except you slid and fall. <laughs> but we're talking about something supernatural. In 2 Chronicles 7, 2 Chronicles 7, you will see where he was talking about the house. How that the house in verse 16 says, I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and the heart shall be there perpetually. He says he has chosen and sanctified the house. 
1 Kings 8, 1 Kings 9, 1 to 3, you will see the prophecies about the house of the Lord. We're going to see that later. So he dwells in his glory. God dwells in his glory. He is, he is not found in buildings. Now, don't make a mistake of it. God is not found in buildings. That's why a lot of people have an idol worship in their minds. They just feel like when I come to a secluded pulpit and pray to God, God will hear me more. No, God is not found in buildings. He's found in people. Hallelujah. God is found in people. He's not found in a place, in buildings. The glory of God is here because we are here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The glory of God is here because who? What? We are here. You are the house of his glory. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm the house of his glory. Say, I'm the house of his glory. We are the house of his glory. Why? Because we are born again. We are born again. So the building is for us, not for him. The building is so that we can leave our house and come and fellowship together with one another and he dwells with us. He dwells in his glory. Because we must pay attention to what really matters. Look at Adam in Genesis 3 verse 8. Go to, go to Genesis 3 verse 8. Genesis 3 verse 8. Genesis 3 verse 8. It says, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid from the presence of the Lord amongst the tree of the garden. It says, they heard the voice of the Lord, Quara in the Hebrew. That is, they heard the sounds. They heard the sounds. They heard the sounds. Because his voice is his presence. His voice is his presence. So they heard his voice. So when the glory of the Lord is in, is in tangibility or is in display, you will hear sounds. You will hear sounds. You know, God can speak to you just like I'm talking to you. How many of you know that? God can speak to you as clear as I'm talking. As clear as I'm talking. He is a real being. He is as real as I'm talking to you. Because the glory of the Lord is that way. So when the presence of the Lord is somewhere, you will hear sounds. In Acts 2, verse 1 to 2, it says, when the day of Pentecost was, very, was come, Acts 2, verse 1 to 4, it says, and suddenly they heard a voice. They heard a sound. So when the glory of the Lord is somewhere, you, you hear sounds. In Genesis 1 verse 2, Genesis 1 verse 2, Genesis 1 verse 2, it says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was, with, was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. So, God said, Let there be light. When the glory of the Lord is in display, you will hear a voice. You will see. There will be sight and sounds. Sounds and light. Two things are the manifestations of God in the earth. There are just two things that are the manifestations of God in the earth. That is, there are sounds 
and they are light, sounds and light. So something you will see, something you will hear. You will see something, you will hear something. And there are things to see in the spirit. There are things to see. There is a world beyond the physical world. There is a world beyond this, your optical eyes. That many of you need to plug into. The very minute you receive the life of the gospel or the life of Christ, your sight has been aided. Your sight has been enabled. So that shows you can function in two realms. The natural and the supernatural. Look at what we did a couple of minutes ago. We prayed in tongues, right? How many of you know that's supernatural to do that? How many of you know? Let me see your hand. Let me see. Let me see. It's supernatural to talk in tongues. So that means the fact that you can talk in tongues means, you know, you can speak in English, right? English is the American constitutional language. You can speak in English now. And you can also speak with tongues. So you can speak with the natural and you can speak with what? The supernatural. So that shows you can see with the natural and you can see with what? The supernatural. Or let me say, you can see in the supernatural. So that means I can see things beyond my optical eyes. I can see things beyond this light, this chairs, this microphone, this pulpit, these speakers, this keyboard, this projector. I can see things beyond it. I can see heavenly beings. I can see angels. I can see God. I can have an encounter with Jesus. How many of you are ready for things like that? You know, see, experiences are real to you. you. What is a Christian life without experiences? Experiences must be real to you. You must want to have experiences. How many of you know you don't forget experiences, good and bad? How many of you know you don't forget it? When something bad happens, you remember. When something good happens, you just remember. How about experiences of the God kind? Having an experience, say, I saw an angel. I had a conversation with an angel. How about that? How about a, an encounter? The Lord Jesus walking up to you, strengthening you. You know you can never backslide with things like that. Say, ah, you know, I'll share something with you. I believe you are matured. Before we started church, the Lord Jesus came. I told you, some of you, so years ago, Lord Jesus came to me, walked up to me, told us, told me about my ministry, told me about what I'm going to do. See, anytime I'm feeling discouraged today, I remember that experience. That God has walked with me sat with me and discussed with me as touching the work of ministry in my hands. <laughs> that can never make me give up. I'll keep going. 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 Experiences. And see, we are due for new experience. We are due for new experience. 
experience with angels, experience with supernatural beings, experience, you know, I tell you, from this week, your dreams will change. You will be having encounters in your dreams. Your dreams are going to change. Your, your sight, you will just be seeing, some of you will be receiving songs. You just, you just wake up and songs, rhythms, flows which will come. We are in a glory days. We are in 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 glory days. See, we are due for new experience. I remember there was a time some of you were there when we were when we were teaching. Um, was it two years ago when we were teaching the glory among us? You should listen to that. I think I'm, I'm picking some of my notes from that teaching. The glory among us. When we were doing that message, we saw a physical mist in our mist. How many of you remember that experience? Physical tangibility of God's power. The cloud and the atmosphere was changed. I remember there was an Holy Ghost meeting we held in 2018 such that we couldn't leave the venue. We just couldn't. We were all stuck. We were all stuck. And you see, as a church, I, I hold you a responsibility to understand the moving of the Spirit. We can See, we have to learn to know how to flow with God's Word and how to flow with the things of the Spirit. The things of the Spirit can be taught. They can be taught. The same way you were taught to speak with tongues, they can, you can be taught to see things in the Spirit. You can be taught to hear things in the Spirit. You can be taught to do the supernatural. You can be taught to heal the sick. You can be taught. That is why we are in service these coming weeks, at least till the end of this month. We're going to be having a superordinary meetings. I, told, I beg you not to miss any Sunday this month. We're going to be having superordinary meetings, flowing into even our healing service. We're going to be seeing much tangibilities of the glory of God, such that we would we will come to service and we won't be able to teach God's word. We will just be stuck in God's glory. We'll be stuck in God's God's display, God's hall. See, eh? let me tell you something. If there's anything I know about God with just a couple of years' experience, or I've been born again for a few days, but I can tell you, God likes to show himself. He likes to show himself. He just likes to show himself. He just likes to. See, let me, let me show you something. Let me show you some. Let me show you something. In the book of, let's see, let's see Exodus 19. I think I'm going faster than my notes, but it's, fa it's fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at Exodus 19. Let's go there quickly. God just likes to show himself. How about us giving him room in our service, in our services to show himself? Hallelujah. To just show himself. Exodus 19. Let's start from verse 16. Exodus 19, verse 16. Are you there? Let's start from verse 16. It says, And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders, lightnings, thick cloud upon the mount. And the voice of the trumpet was exceedingly loud that all the people in the camp were trembling. Were trembling. Do you know that God could have come quietly? He came quietly in the incarnation. But this time, he just decided to show himself. 
<laughs> he came quietly in the incarnation. He came through a manger. Nobody even knew he was God. Right? But this time in Exodus, he wanted to just show himself. There was no point for this. Oh. He just decided that, see, I will come in thunders, lightnings. Everywhere we just, there will just be a way to, you know, <laughs> there will just be a way to show. And look at inverse, look at inverse 17. And Moses brought forth the people to the camp to meet God. And they stood at the neither part of the mount. So all the people saw God. Guys, see me, look at me. Three million people who are not born again saw God. I about you who, are born, who is born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. Three million Israelites who even doubt God saw him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The glory of God is here. 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 See, three million people saw God. Three million people saw God. And we, we are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, tongue-talking, demon-casting, and we don't have experience. We've not even seen a fly. We've not seen even the wings of an angel. We're just there. No, we're going, things are going to change. The glory of God is here. The glory of God is here. So God likes to show himself. God just likes to show himself. Sights and sounds. You will see, you will hear. His glory can be seen. His glory can be heard. Look at 1 Samuel 4. 1 Samuel 4. 1 Samuel 4. Verse 21. For Samuel 4, verse 21. For Samuel 4. Like I told you, I'm teaching you to appreciate the Old Testament, right? I've been telling you over and over. For Samuel 4, verse 21 to 22. It says, And she, she named the child Ichabod, saying, the glory is departed from Israel because the ark of God was taken and because her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, the glory is departed from Israel for the ark of God is taken. Now, is it, is it the ark of God that is taken that makes the glory of God departed? No. No. High kabod. Don't forget, glory means kabod. Look at him. Look at him first. Look at first Samuel 3, verse 1. Look at first Samuel 3, verse 1. Let's look at it. See, see what was happening there. It says, and the, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days because there was no open vision. That was precious. Now look at it. It says, he, he could not see. In verse 2, it says, Eli began to watch, but he could not see. There was no open vision. When he says the word of the Lord was precious, that word precious means scarce. In the Hebrew, it means something that was very scarce, that was rare, that was expensive, something you could hardly see. He says there was no open vision. 
That is, nothing was coming through men. There was nothing. They didn't and see that men was not receiving anything. Men was not, men was not receiving anything. So they didn't have, and they didn't have the fullness of the spirit like we have today. But they knew the glory of God. They knew when the glory of the Lord has departed from a place. But today, some people substitute brass for gold. Some people replace the glory of the Lord with, with torchlight, with ah, with frivolities, with pizza Sunday, barbecue Monday, um, jeans Thursday. No. We are going to contend for the supernatural. How do you want to get an atheist saved without the glory of God? How do you want to get a Muslim saved without the glory of God? How? The glory of God is here. The glory of God is here. So sight and sounds are the two ingredients of the glory of the Lord. Sight and sounds. Sight and sounds. Eli had the experience. Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. When the Lord speaks, respond in this manner. Eli, he like a, 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 a backsliding Eli could still help, out, help Samuel. But today... <laughs> Most Christians, once they just, they don't, even, they don't even understand what the glory of God means. Because some people like to live in their past. They will tell you, when I was much younger. Beware of statements like that too. When I was much younger, ah, we used to flow in the glory. What, why are you not doing it now? Ichabod. <laughs> why are you not doing it now? You will hear people say, when I was born, ah, we used to pray. We used to pray. Why is it that you are not praying again? You should not have, you should not live in the past. Ah, we used to be on fire. What happened to the fire? It has quenched. We used to be in the fire. Ah, we used to do boss evangelism. This one, that, that. hey, this. Why, why did this stop? They'll tell you, we used to heal the sick. I remember I went, I went for outreach one day and I met one man and one woman, husband and wife, they look like Ananias and Sapphira. Anyway, they, <laughs> I was talking to them, they said, wow, you young boy. I said, well, who is young? Say, you young boy. They said, ah. they said, they said, you know, this thing you are doing, we used to do it too. Keep your fire. I said, why? And I asked him, why did you stop? He said, well, well, you know, as family comes in play, the guy was trying to boo-boo me, he said, as family comes in play, I didn't know people who have great-great-grandchildren that are still serving God. He said, well, well, ah, we used to do it, oh, ah, I've even prayed for the sick before I eat, and the guy does not go to church again. But they will keep living in past glory. That's wrong. That's wrong. Say I stay fresh all the time. I stay fresh all 
Who say it? I say never, like, never have a better yesterday. Don't ever want to do that. The days ahead of me are better than my yesterday. Hallelujah. The days ahead of me are better than my yesterday. I am bigger than my yesterday. I am better than my yesterday. I am fresher than my yesterday. I am more fervent than my yesterday. I flow in the spirit better than my yesterday. We will never have a glorious past. Hallelujah. We will keep having supernatural times. Glorious times. His days in our days. Fullness of his, the fullness of his presence. We will keep having more and much more. We will never get weary. Never. 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 Because these are glory days. These are glory days. So, don't live in your past. Tell your neighbor, say, don't live in your past. So, the temple, back to what we're saying, the temple wasn't just for sacrifice. It was for the glory of the Lord. So, we have sights and sounds of the glory of the Lord. We have sights and sounds of the glory of the Lord. Tangibilities of God's power. Tangibilities of God's power. So, when he says in Agai 2, I will fill the house with my glory. Is it talking about a physical building? No. Because we are the house of God's glory. I remember there was a song the Lord gave us a couple of years ago. Silent sound. Uh, all trances. Revelations, power gifts are in demonstrations. We say glory, we are resigned. We say glory, we say glory, we are resigned. and sound, all trances, revelations. Power gates are in demonstrations. We say glory, we are resigned. We say glory, we say glory, we are resigned. We say glory, we say glory, we are resigned. and sounds. Utterances, revelations, power gifts are in demonstrations. We say glory, we are resigned. We say glory, we say glory, we are resigned. We say glory. We say glory, we are resounds. We say glory, we say glory, we are resounds. We say glory, we say glory, we are resounds. 
Singing the Holy Ghost and Hemanate Shibaro Ka Keramanatize Zekira Sira Manatu Setevaragatosha. We say glory, we are ourselves. We say glory, we say glory, we are ourselves. Play for me. Mina we say glory. We are We say glory. We say glory. We are Shibarakatoge Kibate Manasira Rado Sita Gedeshe Aria Sete Gedesito Baratara Makira Vado Sotodosh Kineta Nanatira Vado Sete Kiroshara Tida Rado Sita Barite zanatiga daros kebasana manatida boro kateze hiyanamasharatiga mandagarosite boro tise kirate we say glory oh we we are sons sight and sounds all trances. Revelations, power gifts are in demonstrations. We say glory. We are sad. Sing that song. We say glory. We say glory. We say glory. We say glory. Sing that song, come on. We are inside. One more time. Sight and sounds. Utterances. Revelations. Power gifts. Are in demonstrations. We say glory. We are inside. We say glory. We are inside. We say glory. We say glory. We are inside. We say glory. We say glory. We are inside. You know, the things of the spirit is uh, 
can we run with words? And um, since we say glory, we are his house. Know the glory of the Lord is here. Amen. I hope, let, me, let me finish this. Amen. Let me help myself. Amen. On the day of Pentecost, at 2, let's finish this. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. At 2. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all according in one place, and suddenly, are you there? I'll wait for you. Glory of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. The glory cloud is here. The power of our great and mighty God. Great and mighty God. Awesome is your name. Miracles abound. The mighty end of God. I lift up my eyes. I lift up my eyes. The harvest is here. These are times, these are times of mighty manifestations. These are seasons of glorious manifestations. These are times of massive manifestations of the glory the Lord of the glory of the Lord. The glory cloud. Play for me, come on. The power of God. Great and mighty God. Great and mighty God. Awesome is your name. Miracles abound. The mighty end of God. I lift up my eyes. I lift up my eyes. The harvest is here. These are times. These are times of mighty manifestations. These are seasons of glorious manifestations. All times. Of mighty manifestations of the glory of the Lord of the glory of the Lord. The glory cloud is here. The power of our great and mighty God. Awesome is your name. Miracles. Miracles abound. The mighty end. Oh, I lift up my eyes. Hold on. You know when we say, I lift up my eyes, you could see something. When it says, I lift up my eyes, you can just step in faith and just say, I lift up my eyes to see the glory of the Lord. I lift up my eyes to see things in the spirit. I lift up my eyes to see revelations. I lift up my eyes to see supernatural beings. We sing that song again. The glory cloud is here. The power of 
Great and mighty God, mighty God, awesome is your name. Miracles, the mighty end. I lift up my eyes, my eyes. The harvest is here. These are times. Manifestations, these are seasons of glorious manifestations. These are times of massive manifestations of the glory, the Lord of the glory. The Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, let's let's see if we can finish this. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Part two. Let's see if we can finish this. Well, we'll finish this next week. Part two, verse one to four. Quickly, it says, "And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place." <coughs> Let's read in verse 2. What did he say? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Can we say that's the glory of God? It says it filled all the house where they were sitting. That's the glory of God. But what happened? They heard the sound, right? Now look at what happened in verse 3. It says, let's read it together. And there appeared unto them clothing thongs as of fire, right? And it sat upon them. So he said he appeared unto them sight. They saw something. So when the glory of God is in display, they will see something. Just like what happened in Exodus 19, they heard the sound of thunders, quaking, and they did what? They saw God. So you will hear, you will see. So your visions are going to change. You are going to be having spectacular visions. You're sleeping your dreams are not going to be ordinary. They are going to be spectacular. The glory of the Lord is tangible. So in the day of Pentecost, no one was excluded. No one. Everybody saw it. So don't be anti-experience. Don't, don't, don't want to, you must, you must seek to want to have experience. You want to have experience of the glory of God. I remember in our last glory meeting, almost all of us, we saw angels. We saw things, supernatural beings. We had divinely granted appearances. We can't be anti-experience. Experience is part of why we are Christians. We can't be. So it is part of our work with God. There are many things to see. There are many things to hear. And I tell you, many of us will literally walk in clouds. Clouds of God's glory. Clouds of God's power. Tangibilities of his presence. The glory of God is tangible. Look at Exodus 40. Let me show you something there. Exodus 40. While I start to close gradually. Exodus 40. We'll continue this next week. Exodus 40. Glory cloud is here. Oh God. 
with a mighty God. Let's, let's continue. Amen. <laughs> okay, Exodus 40. I'm trying to help myself. Amen. Exodus 40, verse 33. Are you there? Are you there? Exodus 40, verse 33. Let's read it together. Want to ready go? And he read up the court round the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hanging of the court. So Moses finished the work, right? Now look at verse 34 very quickly. What happened? And the cloud covered the tent and the glory of the Lord filled what? Look at it, verse 35. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon. And the glory of the Lord, what? Filled the tabernacle. The glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken off from the tabernacle, the children of Israel went on what in their journeys. And if, but if the cloud was not taken, then the journey not until it was taken off. Look at what the glory of the Lord can do. We're going to have a good time in this series. Hallelujah. This week into next, this week into next couple of weeks, we're going to be having tangibilities of God's glory in our services, midweek services, prayer meetings, <coughs> Bible seminars, all our services. We're going to be having characters of the glory of God, demonstrations of the glory of God. So the glory of the Lord is tangible. It says it filled the place where they were gathered. In John 1 verse 14, John 1 verse 14, it says we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Grace and truth. Look at John 2 11, when Jesus began his work of ministry. John 2 11. John 2 11, it says... This is the beginning of the miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples did what? Believed on him. He manifested his glory. So the glory of God is tangible. That word glory in the, new, in, in the Greek is from the word doxa. It means manifestations of splendor. Something is seen. Something is heard. Something is seen, something is heard. Something is seen, something is heard. Something is seen, something is heard. You know, we can see things right now by the power of God. You know, things can just come to you like a flash, like show up. And your eyes will just be open to see. Something is seen, something is heard. Something is seen, something is heard. In John 1 verse 32, it says, John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode unto him, and it abode upon him. He says, he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove. Something is seen, something is what? It's heard. Look at it, Matthew 17, on the month of transfiguration. Matthew 17. On the month of transfiguration. Look at what it says, Matthew 17, verse 1. We have greater glory. We have greater glory. 
We have greater glory. We have greater glory. We have greater depths. Depths of the power of God. Depths of revelations. Depths of utterances. Look at in Matthew 17. And after six days, Jesus taking, taking Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringing them onto a high mountain apart. Look at what happened in verse 2. And was transfigured before them. I told you God likes to do or show himself. He was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun. And his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto him Moses and Elijah talking unto him. Ah, look at what happened. And in verse 4, Peter said unto them, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou we, let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, one for Elijah, because they were overwhelmed. In verse 5, while he yet speak, behold, a bright what? Cloud. Remember, I explained cloud to us, right? Overshadowed them. And behold, they heard the voice. So we see and we hear, right? They saw Jesus transfigured. Now they are hearing the voice. Out of the clouds, say, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Did what? Yea. What happened in verse 6? Let's read it together. Can we say that's the glory of the Lord? Such that, remember that first king one? The king could not minister and all of them were just there, right? We said they were falling down on their face. The glory of the Lord. These are experiences. Experiences that live with you forever. That's why Paul, when Peter was to write his epistle, he said, we follow not calling any devices of fables. He, he's speaking from experience. When John was to write his own, he says, Behold, the word of God which we have seen touched and undoed. <laughs> Experiences. They are real to you. We are going to be having new experiences by the Spirit of God. New experiences. God is very real. God is very real. We are going to have greater glory. Tangible expressions. So, as I close in this um, session this morning, uh, we'll pick it up from here next week. We have tangible manifestations. What is it about the little house? Don't forget this series, we call this series, what did I call this series again? The glory of the letter. Okay, good. So what is this about the little house? Look at Exodus 29. Exodus 29, verse 43 to 45. Exodus 29, verse 43 to 45. It says, are you there? Exodus, what, what is it about this little house? Don't forget, it says, the glory of the later house shall be what? Greater than the former. So what it is about this later house? In verse 43, it says, Exodus 29, are you there? It says, and there I will meet with the children of Israel, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. In verse 44, I will sanctify the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and I will sanctify also both Aaron and his son to minister to me and the priests 
office and I will dwell among the children of Israel. And what will happen? And I will be their God. He says, I will dwell among. Bad translation in that place. Dwell among is used for home. That is, I will live in them. I will live in them. God doesn't go anywhere without his glory. I will live in them. Look at how Paul will explain it. 2 Corinthians 6. Look at how Paul will explain it. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16. Look at how Paul will explain it. Because we are the glory, we are the house of his glory. Look at 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6 16. Are you there? 2 Corinthians 6 16. I'll wait for you. 2 Corinthians 6 16. It says, and what agreement? Are you there? Are you there? And what agreement are the temple of God with idols? Are ye, for ye are what? Ye are what? So that building that they wanted to build was a significance of you. God is building his house through you. As God has said, what will happen? I will dwell in them. And what? I will walk with them. And I will be their God. And they shall be what? My people. So let me tell you something. You and I are that later house. So when he says, the glory of the former, or the glory of the later house, shall be what? Greater than the former. What is he talking about? He's talking about me. He's talking about you. Because he's dwelling in you, right? He's walking in you, right? He's your God. So, the glory of the later house is greater than what? The former. And that glory which is in you, is not made with silver or gold, right? It's not made with silver or gold, right? Yes, sir. It's built with his glory. In Psalm 29 verse 9, it says, In his temple, we all say glory. Glory means splendor of God. Something to see, something to hear. Play for me, I close. Something to see, Something to hear. Something to see. Something to hear. Something to see. Something to hear. So glory means the splendor of God. Something to see. Something to hear. So the glory doesn't come to us. It comes through us. The glory doesn't come to us. It comes through us. Because there are things to see. And there are things to hear. So the glory doesn't come to us. We don't just stay and we are waiting for the glory. No. It comes through us. Because we are the house of his glory. Just like that song, we say glory, we are his house. So you and I house God's glory. So from here, so when we come to service this morning, let me tell you what happened. We came with his glory. We are seated now with his glory. One of the things I'm going to teach us in this series is how we can let the glory of God 
radiate from us in our midst. How we can see the tangibilities of the glory of God in our midst. We came with his glory. So this building is not for us. It's not for God. It's for us to express his glory. When you see a church building, God is not interested in the physicality of the place. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. He's interested in the men there. So that man makes the components of his glory. So that is why when we come together, Paul said, every one of you have something to give. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. So there are things to see. There are things to hear because we are his house. So when he says in John 14, I go to my father to prepare a place for you. What was he doing? He was building you to give you his spirit upon his resurrection. He wasn't going to do a construction work somewhere and say, oh, the more you tight, the more your house will be bigger. No. He was telling us, in our product, he says, I will come back again in you. So when you see the believer today, what do you see? You see his glory. You see a man who houses his glory. So that shows when you step out of here and you go on outreach, you are going with the glory of God. When you get to your workplace, when you get to your school, when you get to your roommates, when you get to wherever you are, your business, whatever, you are going with what? The glory of God. So from there, revelations can flow. That's why you can sleep and have experiences. Because you sleep with his glory. It does, glory doesn't leave you when you are sleeping. No. You are forever, 24-7, drenched with his glory. So the glory is here. So when we say the glory cloud is here, we know what we are saying. We are his house. The glory has sight and sounds in the supernatural. So, we can see, we can speak, we can hear, we can do because of his glory. So when you see Jesus walked upon the street of men, what was he doing? He was displaying his glory. When Jesus was healing the sick in the four Gospels, raising the dead, doing every good work, what was he doing? He was displaying his glory. So when we are praying in tongues, what are we doing? We are showing forth his glory. So when we speak with tongues, when we sing with tongues, when we heal the sick, when we give words of wisdom, words of knowledge, power gifts, what is happening is glory. We are in for a good time in this series. We're going to see tangibilities. I tell you, your visions, the fogs in your eyes are gone. Your eyes can see clearly into the realms of the spirit. And 
this week is a week of encounters. I tell you, you will just be driving, you'll be having a, a conversation with supernatural beings. You'll be eating, you'll be having conversations. You will, you will feel the tangibility of the presence of God sitting beside you. You'll be, you'll be driving and it will, as it were, be caught up in a trance somewhere. And it will just be the glory of God. The glory of God. Let's be on our feet this morning and just worship the name of the Lord. Let's thank Him for His glory. Lord, Your glory fills this atmosphere. Lord, Your glory fills this atmosphere as we sing and as we praise. It feels the sadness as we sing and as we praise. There's someone, you, you had a dream that I laid hands on you recently. Please come. You had a dream that I laid hands on you recently. Okay, come. Please come. Mon shamana manatisasas. Oh, Shasasi Severus. Yep. 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 Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and just worship Him. Lift your hands and just worship Him. Oh, Rasikaskinamandas. Monsa Fratisus. Oh, Radisasaprekas. Kanamanda Sapratis. Oh, Rabashasi Nenendis. Oh, Roto Zephyr. Sing that song one more time. Lord, your we feel this. Thank you, Jesus. As we sing, as we pray. It feels this atmosphere, Jesus. Praise. It feels this atmosphere, Lord, your glory, Lord, your glory. This atmosphere. Sing that song. We feel, Sister Ronka, this atmosphere, oh, as we sing. And as we praise Jesus. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Sing that song, come on. It feels the sad. Lord, your glory, Lord, your glory feels this atmosphere. As we sing and as we praise. Put somebody beside you and let's just talk in tongues a bit. Just tear up yourself a bit. Sacrifice of an amana to subradosh. 
Experiences by the Holy Ghost. Visions and revelations. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 